So let's talk about day three of golf here. Um, day three, we played uh, Heritage Hill. This was a uh, Doug Beach, who was a uh, actually a former employee of uh, Jack Nicholas Design. Um, he's the one that designed this course. Um, going into today, I, the matchups are, were uh, Bobby versus Tony, Anthony versus Sal. So our last day of match play. He who um, should out be, shall not be mentioned. You are absolutely right. So the matchups were uh, he, Bobby versus he was Tony mentioned earlier. In it, uh, Bob, Bobby versus Tony and uh, uh, Anthony versus uh, a friend of ours. A friend of ours. Um. So, to me, I, I've been I've been kind of looking back at these these four court yeah these four courses. I think we all know which one kind of was pulling up the rear, I think for the four, for all four of us, but this one to me is battling for maybe the best out of the four courses. It's, it feels like a one, a one B. I I really liked um, the uh, uh, Boone's trace, I think is my number one, but this, this feels like, 1A, 1B. I really enjoyed this course. Um, so far, we've played a full links course on the first day at Kearney Hill. Boone's Trace felt like it was a links course that kind of started to merge into a parkland at maybe the last five, six holes. And now this is like, feels just like a straight parkland, parkland course, um, but wide open. Right. Like it felt like you, we were the only ones on the hole at the time. Right. Like we were surrounded by trees for every, for every hole. Um, but yet it, it was wide open the whole way. Um, what are your thoughts on this course? Um, I, I agree. I think the other point uh, to this course is um, progressively from the other two courses. I felt the um, the rough on this course was a little bit more uh, generous. Um, wasn't a, a, a time where you had to spend finding your ball, being right on top of it, and heavy rough. It was um, it was manageable. Um, so, but yeah, I, I agree with everything that you said. It was you know it was definitely up there with the other courses. Um, I enjoyed the course. Um, this course was uh, in Louisville, so it's a little bit further from where we were um, where we were normally playing in Lexington. It was about an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes uh, difference in location. So um, I didn't know if that attributed to anything with uh, with the rounds and the comparisons between the courses. But, yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's, it was up there with the other courses. Boone Trace would still be my number one. And I think for me, um, the uh, – the first course that we played and refresh my memory on the course, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Kearney Hill. Kearney Hill and uh, Heritage Hill, um, I thought were for me 1A or 2A and 2B. Um, I would still put Boone's Trace 1. Yeah. I mean, if, if I was really forced to, to power rank these things, I, I would go uh, Boone's Trace. I feel like I'm going to go Heritage Hill, Kearney, but again, like, I don't know. Those, those two, those three courses are just, were just so awesome and, and so much fun. And then obviously uh, pulling up the rear would be 
the University of Kentucky course we played, uh, Wildcat. Um, okay. Yes. But there were some fun holes on this course, and and I and I agree about the rough. This definitely was a lot more forgiving. It was more playable, especially if you were in the rough. Um, and considering the fact that we were on day three, uh, it's our third round in three days. Uh, there was a lot more, <laughs> a lot more pushing it into the rough on this day, um, for all of us. Um, just a couple things to note that, that I have down here. Uh, he who should not be named or a friend of ours, uh, played really well. I'd have to say this was, this was one of his better rounds. Um, out of the four days, I thought he had this one and, uh, the last day I I felt like he was building all week. Correct. Um, I don't know if he would agree with me or not, but it, it definitely felt like he was building every day, got better and better for him. And especially compared, and I told him, especially compared to, uh, how he played, uh, last year on our trip. Um, he, a huge improvement, um, I'm sure his his video today would would prove that as well. That came out <laughs> um, from from uh, Aj, Aj. From Aj, yes, from the tournament we recently played in, where they did a a, uh, a video uh, breakdown of your swing, um, which I thought was a it's a nice little perk for the tournament that we participate in. Um, the one thing that stu- stuck out to me on this course was a lot more water, and. Yes, compared to the first two courses, but also overall, water came into play on a lot of holes. Um, I want to say maybe even 10 of the holes, water was involved somehow. Um, definitely added another challenge. You know, the rough rough was dialed down, but you really had to keep the ball just in front of you the whole day. Yeah, and from what I can remember, a lot of the holes um... – even on your drive or your tee shot, um, water was involved. And I felt like I was playing a lot, a lot less driver on this course and, and playing more uh, three with five wood or even uh, five iron just to keep it, uh, keep it straight based on the distances to the, the hazards and, and, and such. That, that felt like a theme, a running theme as well. Um, as every course went on, uh, felt like everyone started to just go into their bag for something different than driver off the tee. I agree, and I thought also think that the match play portion of it um, was a factor in that. Like knowing where you were at in the match, the type of hole that was coming up, you would make the players would make adjustments um, to make sure that they, you know, if they were up, they would play it safe um, to make sure that they kept that lead. So yeah, I think that was as we progressed through the rounds that that became more more apparent. Yeah, the, other, the one thing I liked about this course was the par fives were gettable. Um, when you feel like you're getting kicked in the teeth the whole round, it's not fun. Even if it's a fun, unique course. Um, this was definitely a fun course and the par fives were, were gettable getting on in two was, was not really a problem. Um, and not that they were easy, just that they were reachable in two, um, which can add a whole nother level of, uh, of fun to your round, especially if you're not playing well and you feel like th- this is going to be the hole where I can kind of get back on track a little bit. Yeah. That's and one the, thing I liked about the par fives. 
and correct me if I'm wrong, but if, if I'm not mistaken, this is the course where um, hole nine and hole 10 were consecutive par fives, which you typically don't see that often consecutive par fives. So I thought that was something, uh, something different to experience. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, I feel like this one had, um, hold on. I think I had five par fives. Five par fives, right? This was that yes. course? Yes, I believe that's the, the, which again is unusual. Typically you see, you know, four or even less, sometimes even two, depending on the, the type of course you're playing. So to have five par fives, I think three of them were under 500 yards. The other two were over 500. So yeah, like you said, they were, they were gettable if you had a, a good, a really good tee shot. Yeah. So <clears throat> the other thing to note here is there were only three par fours on the front. Everything was a five and a three, everything else. Okay. Yeah. So more, oh, more fives and threes than any other course, but it didn't play short on the front. No, it was still a you know, regular size track, uh, 6,200 yards we played. So pretty decent sized track there. Uh, another place with like a, a nice little practice facility to warm up at too. Yes. Um, and the other thing that stood out to me was uh, the 18th hole. I, I thought that was a pretty interesting finishing hole. Um, tee boxes uh, well above the green. You got water down the left-hand side. Uh, reminiscent of hole um, nine at Letterac in reverse, right? Like nine, nine at Letterac plays to the right. Okay, and you got water down the right hand side, and you're you know high up on the t- higher up on the tee box than the green. This played down to the left. Same situation. Yeah, definitely uh, huge water hazard on the left. You had to keep your tee shot right, or you were definitely in the hazard. Um, but if you did get a tee shot, uh, straight or even down the right-hand side, it was a, you know, it was a pigeon wedge or nine iron in, it wasn't a long hole. It was just a, a hole that you had to, you know, strategically place your tee shot. Yes. And avoid, avoid the hazard. Yeah. Um, one hole that stood out to me that I, other than that hole was the 16th par five 16th, uh, tee shot over water. And then there was water down the right-hand side till about, I don't know, 150 yards into the green. Um, the green stood out on that hole was kind of like a, like a kidney shaped green and uh, bunkers all around it. Uh, but that was another, that was another gettable, gettable par five. Just the way that hole was kind of shaped, it kind of stood by itself. You got to cross over the street um, and it kind of sat by itself. And then we cross back over the street after the hole. Um, yeah. Just a just a fun, unique, unique course. I, I also think there was a, um, a par three that went down to like a bowl area. Was that this course as well? Or was that Boone Street? With the deceiving distances where we thought we were, <clears throat> hitting one club but we were probably one or two clubs too strong that's not the one with the fans all the fans all over the back right no you know maybe that was that might have been boone's trace i'm thinking that might have been boone's trace yeah i'm sorry <clears throat> I'm confused about courses i don't remember specific holes 
I, I don't even remember what we had for breakfast and we went to a donut shop every morning. So um, take, take I think I had a donut. I think I had a donut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout out Parlor Donuts. That place was awesome. That place was good. Um, I, I want to uh, point something out about you. You had an unbelievable chip um, on a par three at this course. A, a centimeter from a slam dunk into the hole. From a nosedive in a hole, yeah. No, absolute, absolute gem of a shot, too. Great pitch up onto the green, too. Um, you I just happened to be videotaping it at the time. Just was, happened to be rolling yeah, camera. Yeah. yeah. 15, the par 3, 15. Yeah, hit my tee shot a little short, a little right. Uh, had to carry a, a bunker or two, um, and I just landed it next to the hole. I mean, we saw the divot. The video shows that. Um, yeah, I mean, would have been nice to sink that. Maybe it might have changed the uh, the course of the match. I think I was one down uh, with Tony at that point. So if I could have slam dunked that and won that hole, um, that could have changed the the rest of the, the match. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, sometimes they go in. Sometimes, most of the times they don't. One thing, another thing that stood out to me um, common theme all week is how um how nice everybody was how welcoming everyone was at every course uh every place we went out to eat or we went to visit um everybody just you just felt like they knew you um yeah or that you definitely what's that so, sorry to talk over you southern hospitality was definitely in full effect down there yeah. Um, I actually thought we were going to, uh, people were going to stop us more and, and talk to us because of our Philadelphia accents. Uh, but, um, I guess they get that a lot down there. They get a lot of visitors from, from all over. So, um, you know, obviously we were picking up on their accents, the Southern accents, but yeah, great, great hospitality. And everyone was nice. You know, we were asking for recommendations for restaurants when we were all at different locations and everyone was, you know, more than happy to help and, and suggest some places. Um, this place had some good recommendations, some not so good recommendations. We can get into that later. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely very, very uh, nice people down in, in Kentucky where we, where we were. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we wrap up the day. Uh, I, I beat uh, a friend of ours. Uh, seven and six. And did you, I have, you guys were two and one. But was it two and one? Okay. I thought we were, who was one. That, I thought it was one up. It was one up. I had I two and one. one up, but it was, I mean, it was, it was definitely down to the, I thought we played it to the last hole um, where I think you might be right. I think it might've been, you know what? I think he was one up on 17. So it was, I think it was, it was two up. It's not two and one. It was two up because. Oh, um, okay. There's no holes remaining. So he won two up. That's what it was. Um, okay. I had an opportunity to to win that hole. He actually hit his uh, second shot into the hazard. Um, but unfortunately, I pushed, a, pushed my second shot and then flubbed my chip. So he was able to make a long uh, putt for bogey, and I made bogey as well. So, uh, yeah, so we have that hole. and or He won the hole because I think he got a, a stroke there, but – um, it did come down to the last hole for us. Yeah, I I will say 
this was a this was actually a really good day. I know I uh, uh, I did win seven and six, but every hole was a stroke either way, and and the other person would have had it in our match. Um, you guys were throwing haymakers all day, uh, kind of going back and forth. Um, the the other thing that <laughs> the other thing it was a common theme, I think, this whole week was the merch game. Um, <laughs> this and this course may have had the best merch all week, and it's not really saying a lot. Uh, but they had an okay selection uh, at this course. But yeah, uh, mer- merch dealers, if uh, you're looking for a place to uh, swoop in on and hook up with some some good merch to sell, uh, Kentucky is wide open right now, looking for. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, go ahead. Definitely, definitely disappointing in regards to uh, to swag. You know, you you have your your general um, logo balls and uh, T markers and that kind of stuff. But when it came to um, golf shirts and and windbreakers and and stuff like that, it was very very slim pickings. Yeah, if you wanted the 25th anniversary of the uh, Tiger Woods shirt, you could. The, the Nike Certainly commercial. Picked that yeah. one up. There was plenty of those on hand. Yes, um, if you put Tiger Woods all over your shirt, his face, not his symbol, his face, then yeah, then you were in the right place. Yeah, I, I think it's like the 25th anniversary shirt or something from Nike. Um, yeah. So uh, that pretty much wraps up that course. I mean, you have anything else you wanted to to add? No, nothing with the course. Um, Nothing else that I can think of that really stands out except for the, you know, what happened after with, you know, the rest of that day since we were in Louisville. Yeah, we went over to, uh, we got some recommendations on places to eat. A um, couple of franchises we we won't mention that <laughs> probably wouldn't go to. Um, but then we got a great recommendation to a uh, Mexican restaurant, uh, Daniel's. Yep, it was what did you think of that place? It was, I, I, in all honesty, it was probably our second. In my opinion, it was the second best meal that we had that, the entire trip, um, aside from our last night, which we didn't get to yet. But um, now the Mexican place was was fantastic. The food was, you know, authentic. It wasn't um, a chain. It was, you know, home cooking. It was legitimate, authentic Mexican food, and um, great recommendation. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, phenomenal margaritas. Phenomenal margaritas. Fro- so frozen margaritas. Someone had to drive. <laughs> yeah, somebody did ever. And and thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, but that was really a pit stop on our on our way to uh, uh, our next stop, which was Churchill Downs. Yeah. One Give week us a little after the derby. Uh, yeah. What's that? Well, well, not even a week. Five days after the derby, we were there. Um, yeah. Definitely uh, really interesting to see, you know, the history behind Churchill Downs and the Kentucky Derby. Um, we had conversations with uh, someone by our house that um, was giving us information about both Churchill Downs and, and other um, tracks down there and how uh, the time we were down there is really the their their big time down there where they have a lots of events and and it's their their busy time so to speak when it comes to uh, to horse racing so um, 
yeah, it was definitely a, an experience. You, you know, you see the Kentucky Derby on TV and, um, you know, it's only a minute and a half race, but um, just all the, the history and, and everything that, that comes with the race um, to be able to, to be there in person and experience everything. Um, it was really a cool experience. Yeah. It may not have been a place that I would have uh, really wanted to go to, but now have gone, I would recommend to anyone, Hey, just, if you're in the area, a, f- a five, 10 minute stop in is definitely worth it. Um, yeah. Or going on Thursday night, Thursday night at the races is, is also absolutely worth it. Yes. I would recommend um, buying a ticket for a, a ticketed seat, sit on the um, sit on the lower level, watch a few of the races if you have the time. Um, it was neat. If you don't have the time, you can park. I don't think they charged us for parking, so you could probably just park, um, walk around the outside. You can get pictures of the outside of the building and the racetrack. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely recommend visiting if you have any interest in sports and and. Um, the history around Kentucky Derby. Yeah. And Thursday's definitely, it looks like it's their fun night to get out. They had uh, a band, they had some food trucks kind of set up in the front area. Um, it was really cool to see the horses in a paddock. Um, you could stand, stand there and watch them, you know, come around before the race. Um, I, I didn't really know what to expect. I, you know, only having really gone to one racetrack uh, before, um, I thought it would be just very basic and plain, but to me, it, it reminded me of, um, an old school baseball stadium, like, um, like Ebbets field or something. I was, like I was that. thinking like, even like Fenway or old Yankee stadium where the pillars are, you know, kind of like in the way of where some seats are. I don't know if you turned around and looked at all, but the pillars are where the seats kind of they they kind of can block you, but it's kind of this old school looking setup where the seats are kind of stacked on top of each other. Um, I think there was three, three, three levels, of, yeah, three levels of seats. Just just a really cool looking atmosphere, and just you know you've seen it all on TV, but now to be able to see it right in front of you was just it was it was just something different, uh, and I'm glad we were able to uh, get there for maybe like an hour. I think we were there for, so I think we were there for a little bit longer, a little longer we stayed for a few <clears> races, <throat> usually about a half an hour between each race to 20, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Definitely recommend. Yeah. Um, I, and I got to shout this out. We ended the night on our way home. We were going to call it a night, but we decided to stop by, um, uh, uh, ice cream place. Uh, crank and boom ice cream incredible uh, if you are in the area and you do not stop by you are missing out you need to you need to stop by that ice cream place uh, I'm we are not being paid to push this place but that ice cream was was awesome uh, what, what did you think yeah I mean the the thing that I got was on the food network show for, um, the best thing I ever ate. Um, it was, um, it was great. It was phenomenal. Um, had a little bit of, uh, everything in there, some nuts, some, uh, waffle cone mixed in with ice cream and and fudge. It was, it was one of the best ice creams I've had. Yeah. That, that place was, that place was phenomenal. 
All right. You so, wouldn't know it's there. No. No, surrounded by uh, two distilleries and a brewery and this yeah. little ice cream shop, which I, I got to point this out about this place. All right. Um, I'm a huge fan of the way the line was set up, meaning there's one door that's the indoor. You follow the line around and there's one door that's the outdoor. Um, nothing is worse when you are standing in line and people want to back their way through after they just got done checking out when they can obviously see this is the way in. No, that, that stood out to me. I, I thought that that was awesome. Yes. Very uh, soup Nazi-ish. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no free bread. You're not getting any food no. with this. No free cones. No, no, definitely not worth every penny though. Yeah, Absolutely.